0: Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast.
1: With me today is Samson Davis. How do people think of goofs every week for this? Impossible. Hi, hello. Stace Babcock.
2: Present. Alex Finn. Hey.
0: And Marietta Jones. I'm here. Okay, we are back. This is the first recording that we've done since our podcast actually released. So it's been an exciting. 24 hours, essentially, for us. But let's go ahead and let's see. Who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Marietta.
3: I sort of remember. I remember I went to my good pal Nix's house after finding out that they weren't at the youth hostel. got
2: <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs>
3: Whatever. You know what? I'm sorry.
2: I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry. Um. And so then, I guess Chacha and Dilly were also there, and they you guys all stayed the night at your house, at your mom's house. Correct? Yep. Didn't you? Because things didn't work out at the youth hostel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Anyways, and then I went there, and I guess Chacha had helped your mom after she had blipped out and she was very chilly. Drowning. 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 Yes. Not the chilly. That was the time before. And Nix's dad made the really dang breakfast that he's known for. And then I showed up just in time to get some remnants of that. Pretty exciting. And then I think I creepily scanned your mother while she was sleeping. And we found out that it was like sort of an energy thing, question mark. I did not totally understand. I think the point was to not totally understand, but there's something about it that's somewhat similar to Nyx, but not Nyx, but something. And it was weird. Wasn't quite sure what was going on there, but there's something. And it seemed didn't it seem Numenera or energy-based? It wasn't like a disease.
0: It was Numenera-based, yeah.
3: Okay, so... I was wondering if it was like a cipher or something. I don't know. We don't know. Saying we should probably explore further uh, as a party,
2: as though we were explorers.
3: Yeah, it's like we were wanted. Or something.
0: Funny how that
2: works. <laughs> <laughs> now, now there's gonna be that one. Where it's like they
3: said the name of the thing. Ooh. Also, back it up. I had a letter from someone with a note, probably from James, on it. Invited me to a little get-together in a part of town that I haven't been to before. So, I'll eventually have to go to that, and I think I told you guys about it.
0: Yeah, you did go to that.
3: Yeah, I just don't remember what happened between, like, being in the house and me going to that. Staked it out. Touch, I oh, made a okay. new friend.
2: Dilly really leveled up.
0: And very importantly, Natalia had to make a choice.
3: Okay, but the, I was... Okay, okay, then... So we stake out the place and eventually I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. I took I brought the Seski with me, who is Jeski now, and That's I the last choice, the That's choice. For <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> uh, her name is Jeski now forever and always. I'm so excited about this name that I really thought out and emotionally meant a lot to me. Just really carefully selected. So I leave Jeski with you guys after we scope the place out and go to the meeting by myself. And it's kind of sketchy, guys. It's uh, a little culty. Anyway, so I am like, hey, just like, you know, conflicting interests, just really unfortunate. And they're like, okay, you know, you should be careful asking questions. By the by, do you want to join us? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I thought the whole point was that I wasn't going to join you. And then I'm like, no. And then they were like, well, he was wrong. And then they killed James. James looked very stressed out at the beginning of the meeting. too. I should have known something was up. And then I think that's so random.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. In fact, James had died. They had said that you had a...
3: Ooh, I've got the new handler.
0: Yeah, more said that you would meet your new handler in the same place as usual tomorrow and not to be late. And then everybody else left except for Tamara.
3: My least favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. She came up to Italia and said, we're going to get to know each other real well. And that's where we ended. So I would say, what have the rest you've been doing on the roof
1: while Italia's been in there? We should get off the roof, I guess. We've been up here for hours.
2: Honestly, I mean, I, I, I would think that unless the other two convinced Nicks not to stay on the roof. Or are we, like, backtracking in time? Are we acting this out?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going back to where you, what you guys were doing the whole time while Natalia was in that meeting.
1: And it was about early evening? It was about 8 p.m. when the meeting was starting. So, in-universe, it took Natalia eight hours to name the dog on the roof. Because we came straight from breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yeah.
4: <laughs> um... We watched people come and go for a while.
3: Yeah, we scoped the place out. Chacha
4: did a little fun play. Yeah,
2: she
0: inspired a child.
4: Yes. I'm not sure what, but maybe it'd have a buddy cop movie? I don't know.
0: Maybe that's your next character.
4: I guess she'll call that child Jorge.
0: Billy, Nix, Chacha, what are you doing on the roof? Uh, You know, this is taking place just right after Italia left you guys. And you saw her cross the street and go into the building.
4: Samson, evens or odds?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Evens.
4: (laughs) Okay, good. Um, Tata, I think, is just going to be laying on her back, like kind of staring at the sky. Because we're just on a roof.
0: Okay. So you look up at the sky and you see the multitude of stars up there. The moon is still in the sky it been a couple of days, so it's not the same full moon you guys saw when you were on your way out to the ruins. But it is still most of the moon, and you can still see that circle of green on it before it kind of fades into the shadows on it, the moon's surface. How bright are glow globes? Think like a big-ass flashlight, like the kind of flashlight you'd really want, like in a cave or something like that. Like not a small one on your head, but one like if you actually have to look around. Okay. Except that the light goes in every direction, not just one.
1: Right. Okay. Um, I think Dilly's going to try to make a little a little cave. Dilly's trying to use this time to work on a cipher, since we're just waiting. So he's going to, I guess, try to put a cloak over himself, and then light a glow globe under under that. Like he's late night reading when he should have gone to bed.
0: Okay. Just give me a intelligence roll and beat a six. Okay, let's see how we do this. Fifteen. Yay. Okay. Yep. You feel like you've got everything pretty well in case there. You guys just see this sort of, like,
1: shadowy dome where Gilly was. And then underneath that, he's going to try to use his special ability extra use on the still field. Cipher, because it should be Ooh. running out at about this time. Okay. So, how does that ability work again? I attempt to gain an extra use from an installation artifact without triggering a depletion. Yada, yada, yada. You could also try this on a cipher without burning it out, but the task is hindered. Failed attempt okay. to gain an additional use from a cipher destroys it.
0: Okay. So, what level is your cipher?
1: This is a level 4.
0: Okay, so since it is hindered, it will now be a
1: 15. Okay. And is this a Crafting Numenera? Can I apply any of that, or is this apart from the skills? Yeah, you could. You
0: could. So if you're going to do craft Crafting Numenera, because I think that would apply here, so that'll be then a 12. 12...
1: Extra use is three intelligence points, but I get one off for edge, and then I'm going to put a level of effort into this. So you'll pay five total? Should it be four? No.
0: It's the point, co- the edge only works for that same role that you're going for. So if it's the same thing, ah. like, that's, the, that's where it starts getting tricky, is because if you're using a power that consumes your points and adding effort,
1: you do have to spend points. All right. With that in mind, I may have cheated a bit on our first campaign without realizing it. So, apologies for that one.
2: I mean, we didn't see any particular benefits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I
1: was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Ouch. No, that's no, fair. That's a different
3: story. Completely accurate. <laughs> so nine.
1: Amount of nine. Nine. All right. Seventeen.
2: Yay. Okay.
0: You think that you have rigged this up for one more use. Hmm. And you think that when it shuts down, you'll be able to restart it. You know, you might have to, you know,
1: knock on it a little bit, but you think you've got it pretty well set up to get a second use. All right. Um, And then can I tell how much, how many hours I have? Because it should be like running out like now, if not three hours. Ago. Yeah. Let's say you started working on it, not
0: just because of your memory, but also because you could sort of tell hmm. from like some of the sounds that were coming that you felt like you were kind of broadcasting out are starting to get more loud. So you, you had a sense that it is already winding down.
1: All right. Uh, that's all Dilly's going to do for now. Okay. And Nix.
2: Nix is totally focused on the house across the street Mm -hmm. with the sesky. Mm -hmm. She's (laughs) obviously doesn't know where Italia went inside the house, but she's trying to see, know into the windows she's watching the guards outside looking at their posture trying to get any indication at all of what's happening
0: okay so give me a 12 perception roll and you're trained right no okay Mm-mm. just 12
2: uh, i got a seven
0: okay yeah so you're studying you don't see any any sign. The sesky has kind of, like, uh, I'm assuming that this roof has, like, a little lip or something like that, and that's what um, Nyx is peering over. The seski kind of, like, scoots over slow, seems to realize it has to stay low, but then pushes up its nose and head up so it can peek over the side of the roof. And it looks at the door, and it makes a little whining noise.
2: What do you see, Nyx whispers? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?
0: Jeski just kind of looks up at you for a second and looks back and just makes a little whine. Um. And while that is all going on, <laughs> we're going to cut back to Italia. Italia, Tamara didn't really say much else. She just walked past you and took the elevator up. And now there's just you and this same guy that escorted you down waiting for you at the elevator.
3: I'll try to keep my mask of perpetual indifference up. And okay. then I'll, you know, try and get ready to like leave or whatever. Okay.
0: So give me a deception roll on the keeping the mask in place. It'll be a. Yeah. So it'll be a nine. 13. Okay. Yeah. You have it pretty well in order. And as you enter the elevator, the sky just, you know, into utter silence, like, brings the elevator back up to the top and shows you to the front door.
3: Okay, I would like to kind of pay attention to details of, like, how this elevator functions. Mm. Just kind of, like, watch how he's, like, making this all work. So, theoretically, I could try to get back to where we were kind of thing. Okay, uh, interesting. Okay. Trying to take in as much information about the area as I go through.
0: So jot this down. I'll, I'll try to remember as well. But if I forget, remind me. If you come back here and you're trying to use that, then you could have an asset to remembering details on it because you actually focused on it on the way up. Okay. If it comes up. I don't know if it will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Nick's Jesky whimpers a couple more times, and it's at that point you see Italia step out the front door and Jasky's tail starts going back and forth and actually whacks into you relatively hard because it's got a scaly body.
2: <laughs> okay, and uh Talia's coming out alone.
0: Yep. Out alone. In fact, you didn't see anybody else leave.
2: Huh. Hey guys, uh Natalia's out. She is? Okay. Yeah, let's uh Well actually um I think next would wait and see. What Italia does is talia gonna come to the roof? Is Italia walking down the street?
3: So Italia will is gonna pretend to leave normally and then just to make sure that she's not being tailed and then she'll loop back around to you guys.
0: Mmm. Okay. Okay. So let's do this then. Give me a twelve stealth roll to kind of hide this as you're going around.
3: Okay, and I am specialized in stealth. So it's a six. All right, and that's a 14.
0: Yeah, you don't know if anybody was actually tailing you, but if they were, they sure as hell aren't
3: now. Okay. I'll be confident in that, and then I'll uh, I'll go climb back up on the roof. And
0: Okay, give me a six climbing roll.
3: And I am trained in that, too. So
0: it's three.
3: 13.
0: Okay, so you get back up the roof, no problem. And uh, Tyler comes over, and... Jeski runs over and nearly knocks you over and starts licking your face.
3: All right, I'll be like, "You're not a very good sneaky dog," and, and I mean s- sneaky sesky and I'll uh I'll vigorously pet the the sesky while also simultaneously mm-hmm. thrashing it.
0: Yeah, and it's wagging its tail back and forth really hard. In fact, Dilly, could you make a speed defense roll of 6? Uh okay.
4: This is how we die. Eleven. <laughs>
0: okay. Jeski's not really paying attention. Her tail goes swing through Dilly's dome of darkness. Ah. But Dilly reacts fast enough to kind of recoil back as this scale tail swings through his face.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we don't allow pets in the shop. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm just like, uh, Jeski, shh. Jeski, you gotta be stealth sesky. <sighs> yeah,
0: so Jeski actually does start to calm down and kind of goes down on all fours and goes it does its like hiding expression that it was doing with Nyx when they were watching you guys.
3: And I'll just give little pets and be like, oh, such a
0: good stealth sesky. <laughs>
2: uh so Atalia, totally want to talk all about whatever just happened, but I think we need to get out of here first.
3: Yeah, let's go to my grandma's house.
2: Your grandmas, I, I was going to suggest the basement, but I think that's a good choice.
3: You know, I think uh, in her retirement, she just likes to be involved sometimes.
2: I, honestly, I would love to see your grandma. I haven't seen her in years.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: So is that where yeah. you guys are going?
3: Yeah, so I'll um try to help them be sneaky and hop down and all that.
0: Yeah, for the sake of expediency, we'll say you guys all get down just fine. And, uh, yeah, if you're leading them to your grandmother's place, it it takes a little while.
3: I would also like to, like, while we're, Mm -hmm. like, walking, to be looking around and make sure that no one's, like, spotted me or is tailing us kind of thing.
0: Okay, give me a perception of 12.
3: Okay, 19.
0: Okay, yeah, you don't see anybody tracking you guys. Okay. So, yeah, so it doesn't take long. Well, it does take a little bit of time. A terrible neighborhood. It's not like the slums or anything like that, but it is definitely, you know, much lower in income. It's a very different class of citizenship. I mean, the Cog Couriers do come here, but it's like once a month as opposed to weekly or daily. Unless they've got a message that they've been sent to deliver, which doesn't happen often going to this neighborhood because Cog Couriers are expensive to use. As you guys uh, approach the house, you know, Talia, you can see that there is a light on inside where sort of the area of the house you guys think of as sort of the, the dining table, the dining nook.
3: Okay. I'll um, knock on the door and stick my head in before I bring a herd inside.
0: Your grandmother is sitting there at the table, just staring off into the middle distance. And when you knock and open the door, She, like, looks very startled, and then she turns and she looks at you. She's like, oh, thank God.
3: Yeah, um, I have some friends with me as, like, actual friends. Is that, can I bring them in?
0: I, I suppose.
3: And so I'll, uh, open the door and I'll gesture for them to come in. I'll say, don't worry, you know one of them.
0: Yeah, because as soon as Nyx walks through the door, she immediately jumps like, Nyx, it's been so long. Wow, you've grown!
2: Oh uh, yeah, had a spurt just after I left. How are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm well. Obviously, Talia here is keeping my hands full.
3: Very. Oh yeah, trying to be helpful, per usual. <laughs> what would Nyx
2: call your grandma?
3: Um, the hell? maybe grandma.
2: I mean, I feel like Nyx would say Jima.
3: Yeah, I think that's fine.
2: Like, short for Grandma, because Grandma's so long. Uh
3: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: Sup, Gima?
0: You've been all over. Italia tells me that you, you know, you didn't just go to university. You went and joined a a society. You've been traveling around with a steadfast.
4: Oh,
2: yeah. I've seen lots of stuff. I've beat a lot of people up, explored a lot of ruins. I'm part of the Benevolent Society now.
0: Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I remember... I remember your mother telling me about them at one point. She was showing me something in the house that she wanted to, that she was very proud of. It was, and it had some symbol on it that she said was associated with that order.
2: She did?
0: She, yeah. I mean, she was a friend of the society.
2: Do you, uh, I, I want to come check this thing out because I've never seen it before and, uh, some weird stuff's going on. Not to make this about me though, this is about Italia. So, uh, We can touch on that later.
0: Yeah. And who are your other friends?
3: So that job I told you about, so this is Dilly and this is Chasha. And they went to those ruins with me where all of this shenanigans started. So they've been helping me try to find that item and they waited for me while I went to that meeting that you said to come back and talk to you after I went to. So I'm back to talk to you and I...
0: So you you had backup.
3: Yeah, and they watched uh Jeski, and finally aimed her.
0: Oh that's a good name. I mean, a little simple, but sometimes the simple names are best.
3: I was put in the spot, so I had to make an important life decision quickly. <laughs>
0: it took us hours. Well, only
3: have to do <laughs> it has
0: been like three weeks since you first brought this animal to the house.
3: <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> Definitely,
0: Dilly, um you I look familiar, Dilly. Oh, okay. Um, you, did you have some sort of shop over near the university? Oh, yes. Yes, I, I think I actually picked something up at some point for mm-hmm. the Slatex. I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was with you. I think you might have been visiting somebody's shop next door because it's, I mean, it was something relatively simple and it looks like something that might be a little bit below you.
1: Well, yes, I formerly had a shop. Mm-hmm. I might s- still, but that's not really here or there. Um <laughs> But yes, that was probably me. Mm-hmm. Italia and Nix.
0: Give me a perceptionish, insightish roll. It's a 9 to start, but Italia will have two assets. So, hey. it's only a 3 for her. Next, it'll be a nine.
3: I am also trained in detecting falsehoods.
0: This isn't really a falsehood, but you go yeah, ahead and roll. I it rolled one. a nine. Okay, this is so a social
2: fine. interaction. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trained. I like got nineteen.
0: Okay.
2: Yay! Or sixty-one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As your grandmother is talking, it becomes obvious to you guys something that it's really weird. Like, Jima has always been. Like charming with people and things like that. But she always had like a different tone to it. And this is much more like a, like energetic. It's less like necessarily sincere. It's not that she's lying to Dilly. It's like she's just deliberately like sort of the Midwestern nice to somebody that you don't know if you care about or not yet.
3: Oh definitely. Definitely. I am her granddaughter. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's gotta be some social finesse there, let's be real.
0: Yeah. So take that information and do it with what you will. And uh she says and you Cha Cha, I think she said your name was?
4: Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I you I don't recognize, but you do also seem to be, you know, maybe too young for to have been working at that time.
3: Oh, no, I don't think she works with Dilly.
0: Mm. My mistake. My mistake.
3: I don't think she's from around here, actually. I think this is her first charmond experience.
0: Well, she is capable of talking. You could ask her.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Talia looks like she looks like a fish for a second. She's just like... <laughs>
2: Oh uh, yeah, Chacha performs for children. Uh, puppets seem to be her specialty, and Dilly is wanted.
1: I would... Next!
2: This is Jima.
0: She turns and looks at you.
1: Wanted by... Wanted by who? I would rather not bring more people into this. Apologies. Well,
0: you're in my house, so if you're wanted, you've already brought me into this.
1: Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I may have taken a bit of a rotten job for an organization and now they want me Which one? Uh the Nixos. She stands there for a second, there's
0: very clear recognition in her eyes, and she turns to Italia and says, Was, was one not enough? One problem <laughs> <Not> enough? <laughs> And uh, I'm going to need a moment to process that, dearly. It is It is very nice to meet you. Um, I, I can
1: leave. I feel like I should leave. This is, I,
3: Yeah, why don't you guys take Jeski out back for a little bit? You know, I think she could really use some outside time.
0: I think that's a fine idea, dear. Um, why don't you guys do that? If you put your hood up, it's dark enough back there, you should be fine. Thank you. I'm sorry. You have a lovely house. <laughs> Natalia, <laughs> have a seat. Let's talk.
3: Natalia, like, uh, walks to the table and pulls the chair out and just sits down at the end of the chair, very straight, crosses her hands in her lap. Like, yeah, we should probably talk.
0: I see hands raised. Stacey's came up first.
3: Um, just Nick's
2: wouldn't go in the backyard
4: unless uh, Gima, like,
0: asked her to by name. Same.
4: Chacha would just stand there staring at them like, what is this?
0: I do need to talk to Talia. Talia, I mean, it's up to you, but this is probably something better to keep between us.
3: Yeah, can you guys just give us a minute? I'm sorry. I know it's weird. Hey, come into my grandma's house. Hey, go hang out in the backyard while I talk to her by myself.
2: <laughs> All right,
4: dude. Peace. Good to see you, Gima.
3: I mean, you guys can come back in after we're done talking. You don't have to, like, live outside. You will see grandma again. <laughs>
4: Chacha's going to look at Gma and be like, you're never really alone, so... And then leave. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, as, after the door shuts, she'll be like, Chacha
3: is especially a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Natalia just looks ashamed sitting there.
0: So, I'm glad you had backup. I'm glad they were there for you. I'm, I'm hoping nobody saw them.
3: No, I did a we did a good job of keeping a lookout and made sure that we weren't followed back here or anything.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. Tell me everything you can about the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she saw the invite.
3: There was a house across the street. I had them up there um, scoping it out. We scoped it out for a while. I left them there with Jeski, and then I doubled back around from sort of the center of town.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Went to the meeting. A gentleman led me down. There's a group of people. There's an elevator. I think I remember how to operate it. Watching.
0: Yeah, I, I know the layout, honey.
3: The oh. meeting. Oh, the meeting. She looks conspicuously at Grandma after she says, "I know the layout." And she's like,
0: "It's just stone.
3: helpful information." Yeah. So I, they were mad at me for asking questions, which addendum to all of this, I don't know how they found out. James is was, first of all, James is dead. But James is not oh. such an idiot to get himself killed. You know, like he wouldn't just be like I'm questioning my contractor, you know? He's not mm-hmm. an idiot. So I don't know how they found that out specifically. And then that lady they had tailing me, I guess she's going to be my new handler which makes me just want to run away. I don't want to really be involved with her. She seems really aggressive. I didn't really mean for that whole incident to turn out the way it did. I just didn't plan on getting ambushed in the bathroom either. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't tell them that I was emotionally upset about them murdering whoever. I don't really care, honestly, at this point. Um, I just said the part about the conflicting interest job thing, you know, mm-hmm. and that it just made it difficult. It would have been helpful to know, you know, in the future in that kind of situation. And then they asked me to join them, which was not what I had planned. And, you know, I saw James when I walked in and he looked really stressed out. And it must have been why, because I think he knew I would say no. So I just don't know why they even asked me to begin with. And then they killed James when I said no, and then told me that Tomorrow or whatever the heck that bitchy lady's name is, is going to be my new handler, and to meet her at the same time as usual tomorrow night, same place.
0: When you look up, kind of finishing that, you notice that your grandmother has gone very pale. They asked you to join them?
3: I don't know why they would, though. I was pretty... I had never wanted to join their organization. I was always pretty strict about being, you know, information, acquisitions, that kind of thing. I'm not, like, some... Just wanted to expand my knowledge and get money with the skills that I had. And that's how I knew. I don't know.
0: Well, and you were always a talented girl. And I guess, I guess they noticed. Okay. Um, so, honey, you're definitely going to go to that meeting tomorrow. You're definitely going to meet with your handler. And you're going to consider whatever contract they offer you. Doesn't have to be. I'm not saying you do anything outside of what your normal limits are, but you've got to keep it professional. You have to look like you're willing to continue doing work occasionally.
3: Grandma, do you know this lady? Have you heard of her before?
0: No, I don't know this particular person you're talking about.
3: I don't know. She seems she seems pretty, I don't know, uh, first take kind of just straight up evil, um, which is maybe a bold assumption on my part. But what I'm trying to say is that I don't think I I don't know if I can play her as well as I could play James. Part of me is tempted to just go buy a fancy bottle of wine and be like, hey, we got off on the wrong side of the foot.
0: If you think that would work, that's fine. But I would say keep it professional and just see how it goes. The way you describe this meeting makes it sound to me like she's something more than just An average person of that organization sounds like some sort of enforcer. So I suspect she is going to be looking for ways in which you might misstep to suggest that any decision that was made last night was not an error. So with that in mind, you're definitely going to meet with them. You're going to consider whatever contracts they offer. Hopefully it'll be more than one, because if at all possible, you really should take at least one of the things they offer you at this meeting. And then after that, it becomes a little bit easier for you to fade in the background as long as you've delivered post that. That's what I need you to do. The other thing I want to talk to you about is you brought someone. Did he tell you that he was wanted by the Nixos?
3: Had I heard about that part? You did. Had I heard about the Nixos part?
0: Yeah, because he asked if you guys knew what the Nixos was.
3: But I didn't know what that was, did I?
0: You knew it was a criminal organization. You didn't recognize the name, but Dilly later explained that they're some sort of criminal group, like that was making weapons, essentially.
3: Okay.
2: Um, Stace is asking this. Um, so wasn't the was the American in, Merrick involved in both of these scenarios? Where's Two different, different ones. Merics?
0: Yeah, okay. one is M E, one is M U.
3: Got it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Is a uh, Natalia's Merrick M U. Yeah. Okay. Merrick.
3: Wait, what are we talking about?
0: The one who tells the story. Oh. At the uh, event, because the the woman with the cut across her throat, Tamara, like her title in there is the one that asks the questions.
3: Oh, okay.
0: And Murek is the one who tells the story.
3: Oh, interesting. Well, I guess my bad, because IRL Marietta did not think about that. (laughs) Uh, I guess, so Italia will just say, look, I figured that I wasn't enough of a pickle. Seems rather small. I don't know. It just seems like such a small thing compared to everything else, and I could use the help at this point.
0: Well, I guess if they say judge you by your enemies, He's probably helpful. They're just dangerous, huh? They're really dangerous.
3: I guess I can ditch him. I don't know. It just all seems so tangled up, you know? I'm really curious about this Mama Jaren la- lady. It's, it just seems really conspicuous that we were all brought together like that. And that she brought this job to my attention. Like, this whole... This job is what the whole problem was.
0: <clears> hmm. <throat> That's interesting.
3: Yeah, I... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I guess I'll just go back and try to play the game with... Do I know the name of the organization for the people that I'm unfortunately working for?
1: Yeah, they
0: just call themselves the Handlers.
3: The Handlers? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I'll do what you want me to do at this point. I mean, I've clearly gotten myself into a rather large pickle. There's just so many moving pieces. I don't know which ones to write off and, you know...
0: Yeah, do me a favor, homie. After your meeting tomorrow, I'll try to let me know as, as soon as possible how things are going. If you can't make your way back here, she uh, reaches into her pocket and she pulls out a pouch of seven shins and says, if you, if you can't make it back here, use this, send a call courier just to let me know that you're all right.
3: Grandma, I have money. I can send you. Career without this—that's fine. Thank you, though.
0: Yes, you stubborn girl. Okay, oh, I think we've left your friends out there long enough.
3: Yeah, I am sorry about Dilly. I should have—I should have thought that through. I really don't think we were followed here, though.
0: Okay. Well, he—it's just—he really smells of desperation.
3: He is very desperate. He also has no idea how the real world works, and I am impressed that he got himself in such a pickle.
0: Yeah, maybe.
3: He seems, like, intelligent. I don't know if, like, worldly is the word I would use, but, like, intelligent-wise, he seems very intelligent.
0: If his shop is the one I'm thinking of, yeah, it would make sense that that would be the case. But uh, let's invite your friends back in. I think it probably looks worse the longer we talk. Okay. Let's see what we can figure out for sleeping arrangements. Uh, I I guess I wonder if they could have, if the living room would be enough for them to roll out bed rolls. I mean, obviously you and I have beds, but uh, I'm not sharing mine.
3: Yeah, maybe I'll share mine. I don't know. That's the whole thing. Anyway, I'm gonna go get them.
1: Okay.
0: As you step up to go, like her face is already kind of brightening into that Midwestern cheery smile. And, uh, and you open the door and...
3: Uh, wait, actually, I'll hesitate as I open the door and I'll be like... Grandma, I'm really sorry I got into this, but is there anything I can do for you besides try to get out of this?
0: Not right now, honey. Um, just, just, just try to get out of this. But, but let me know because how things go. Because I really need to know if how much more I need to get involved.
3: I'll uh, file that information away for later too. But I'm not gonna push her on that or anything. And then I'll open the back screen door, I imagine, and be like, ask him, come in.
0: So what are
1: Chacha and Dilly doing out in the backyard?
4: Chacha's staring at a wall.
1: Um, I think Dilly is kinda of playing with the uh sesky. He's kinda of created a illusion of like a little red dot he's kinda of laser pointing. <laughs> jumping around having that seski mm-hmm. chase it. Yeah, sesky's having a good time. What about
0: Nyx?
2: Nix is leaning up against the door jam. She's just leaning there. Okay. Like out of the door's not gonna hit her, but right mm-hmm. right there.
0: Okay. Yeah, so uh door opens and tally you are immediately like face to shoulder with
3: Yeah. Yes. Oh hi. You guys can come in. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, uh we'll talk about this more. Um and what did Nix hear?
0: Oh, was Nick trying to listen in?
2: Nyx wasn't not trying
0: to listen in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you were right by the door jam.
2: It's a screen
3: door.
0: And it's not it's a, a big door.
3: Out. No, it's not. It's like a two-bedroom apartment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's not a lot of sound. Okay. So I would say for Nyx, if you're at the door and you're trying to, like, you're not if you're not being obnoxious about it, but you're definitely trying to listen, I would say it would be a nine for you.
2: Okay. And I would say that Nick respects privacy enough to not really, really try, so I'm not gonna spend any effort, but like if it
0: was Audible, she was listening.
3: <laughs> I got a Nat twenty. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow,
0: you heard every bit of that conversation. Like you heard it so clearly, you could, and you know both of them so well, you could almost picture their expressions in every part of it.
2: Sweet. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Uh, oh yeah, so she just looks at um, Italian. She's like. Whoa. I just want to clear some things up about exactly what our working-slash-personal relationship is, but we can do that like another time.
3: Atalia just tr- drops the screen door and turns around and walks back inside. She's like, I don't even know what life is right now. <laughs> you guys can come in.
1: That was cryptic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <goes>
2: inside.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm assuming everybody goes yeah. inside. So, you know, you're... Yeah, so GMA kind of shows like where... She kind of moves the dining table aside, so there's some room for better. We move the
3: dining table aside. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, nah. (laughs) You don't want a grandma moving a dining table by yourself? No. We must do everything for grandma.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: so there's probably room in that living room for, like, two of you to be somewhat comfortable-ish. If you all want to be uncomfortable, you could either... You could try to fit a third person there, or a third person could.
3: Someone can sleep in bed. my
0: room. Yeah, like on the floor. Like there's room off her bedroll. Mm,
2: how many doors are there to the outside?
3: There's Two. a front door and a back door.
2: Nix is going to sleep outside Gima's door, like oh. right outside, because she's worried about the Nixos. Okay. Okay. So she's just on the floor in front of the door.
0: Okay. It'll be a bit uncomfortable, but it'll be fine. Okay. So, the rest of you sleep as well as you can. I assume Talia is hopping up in bed with Jeski?
3: Yes. Jeski and Italia
0: are, like, spinning, pretty much. Okay. So, you guys wake up the um next morning. But before that, I, I want to address something specific with Nick's. While you are sleeping, you have a strange dream. In this dream, you are standing by the side of a stream. It looks like a stream that you've walked past before. You don't, don't remember exactly where, but it's familiar to you. It's something you saw in your travels. And, uh, you hear this strange kind of rattling sound. kind of seems to be all around and seems to be coming behind you. And, when you look over your shoulder to see what it is, it looks like this creatures, like a scorpion tail that's rattling. And you look down because you've, your right arm starts to feel a bit numb. And when you look down, like it's like your right arm is a serpent that lifts up and opens its mouth, displaying fangs as it's leaping towards your face. And that's when you wake up in the morning. Dang. Also, Rad. your hand is leaking a little bit of pus again.
2: Sexy. One of those two
0: puncture wounds.
2: She wipes it on her pants.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys all get up. What's your plan for the day?
3: Italia is trying to be hostess really hard. She's, like, mm-hmm. making the tea. She's, like, trying not to burgeon grandma whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Barely trying okay. to compensate for the amount of guilt that she's feeling. Okay. Sorry, we only have five eggs, so. Okay. Grandma gets two, and <laughs> <Then I'll
0: laughs> right, hon. She looks um, at you all, so it's yeah, well, I assume you all have a big day, and she uh, turns to Italia. What What time do you need to go to that thing?
3: Uh, um, just after dark. Um, I'll be back after that.
0: Okay. Remember what I said, though.
3: Yeah, I will. Definitely. Do. Okay. That.
0: Okay. Well, um I'm going to go in the back and I, I want to do some weeding. But if you uh feel free to make yourselves comfortable and, uh, yeah. Oh,
3: wait. Grandma, do we want to ask her for advice on our own quest? I say looking at uh Dilly and Chacha and Nyx.
1: Well, first you should tell us what happened in there, because I don't know what you two conversed about last night, but we don't know where you're at with uh, your people.
3: I have to go to a meeting again tonight.
1: But well, what happened last night? Just because in the universe you haven't told mm-hmm. us what happened.
4: We're just like, <laughs> so you went to a meeting and now we know nothing, but we're at your grandma's house.
3: I'll hesitate uh, and I'll I'll kind of look at my grandma and then i'll i'll look back at them and i'll 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 be like um they decided that my handler uh should no longer be in the position and remember that lady from the bathroom?
4: No. Oh
3: yeah,
1: the pee pervert. <laughs>
3: there's the pee yeah.
4: pervert. Yeah, she's my new handler. Oh. But wait, deception check.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh there's no deception. Italia says it, she mumbles it as
2: she says it, though, for sure. Like, when she's my new handler. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? Because I thought that you went down there. They invited you to join them. You said no. So they killed James. And now you have a new handler you're meeting tonight. Is that accurate, Italia, or am I off?
3: Atalia looks extremely uncomfortable just like looking from person to person to person. It's like she's a, um, she's like a cornered rat or whatever.
2: I just want to make one thing like real clear, dude. We're traveling together or we're not. And if we're traveling together, I will kill for you and I will die for you. Because you're my family. If we're not traveling together, then it's everyone for themselves. You get what I'm saying? Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, Dilly, because of where your position obviously Nix is focused on Italia, but you can see that, um g like, uh, kind of nods almost approvingly in the background.
3: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. I just I didn't really want to get you guys more involved than you needed to be.
2: I get that and I appreciate that, dude, but we are involved. We kept watch outside that house last night for you. We're gonna keep watch outside tonight. And your organization knows something about our regular job. So,
3: yeah. That's why I wanted I wanted to tell Grandma about it because she's, she seems world knowledgeable.
2: Yeah, GMA's knowledgeable as book. That's why I'm glad you said that we were coming here last night.
3: Anyways, um I really want out of this organization, but I'm definitely gonna have to play the game in order to get out, if you know what I mean.
2: Oh, yeah, especially if that's, you know, that's sound advice. Uh, But are we in this together, Italia?
0: I
3: think we have to be.
0: All right. And looks at you, Italia, and shakes her head and lowers her head. Then she kind of lifts it up. And at this point, she actually says something. She's like, that's not an answer, Talia.
3: I, I, uh, look, I... (laughs) might have some of my own trust issues thank you and i don't like this situation i want to say yes and have it just be fine but i don't know if you realize this but you kind of just up and left for like a minute and now you're just like we're family again and it's like (laughs) i want that to be true so bad but it just i don't know it just feels like it's not safe to trust you know
2: Yeah, um, I get that concern, but let me depersonalize this for you, because one of the tenets of my order is our family travels beside us. So if you're traveling beside me, you're my family. Chacha's my family. Dilly's my family. Get what I'm saying?
3: It's pretty deep, man. Yeah. Up to you. Yeah, yeah, we're in this. Well, I want to get out of this. I want to solve this. I want to find that item. I want to have a different life, and it seems like this could maybe be an opportunity, even if it's also terrifying.
0: All right. Your grandmother kind of stops for a second and she kind of looks at the sky, and then she says, uh, what's Dilly's bounty, by the way?
3: Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly can... Uh, Atalia goes back into her room and gets another cloak and, like... Drops it on to Dilly and she's like, Come on, man. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This one's darker.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Um, And Mm. Dilly will pull out, I guess he has the wanted poster and (laughs) put that on the table (laughs) for G modeling it. She looks at it and she says, 500 shins. But I guess that's an honor of its own, isn't it? I guess. It's my first time. I don't. I don't know. Oh, we'll be gentle, then, dear.
3: Grandma wasn't even trying.
2: That was delayed. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah,
0: it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, five hundred students. So yeah, it's the kind of thing that could buy you out of one problem, but not two problems. I understand. She lets that sit for a moment. She's like, "I'm kidding, by the way. I'm not saying that you should." Sell your friend, because if you believe what you're saying, and I think you do, to your friend Nick's here, Italian, then I would say you've made these three, they're part of your line now. They're one of your lines, so just remember that.
3: Okay, try this not solo approach and see how it goes. You know, being a long wolf was just working so well for me.
0: Yeah,
2: dude, it's gonna be dope.
3: I hope so. Um. Anyways, so we gotta find this item. P.S. Are can we still be in the kitchen and not like in the middle of the street?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, good. I'm assuming this is all happening in the kitchen. Like mm-hmm, your grandmother is yes. still drinking tea, and then
4: okay,
0: you guys have been talking.
4: Cha cha's watching the conversation like at a tennis match. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Um, so, we've got to find this item. So, first of all, I want to throw on the table that this mama Jaren lady is slightly conspicuous because she did bring us all together. So, we have the four, I think, were the pieces, kind of.
1: Counterpoint. That's probably right, hmm. but probably not the main issue. Like, that's like number 10 on a list of five. Well,
3: it's just the piece I'm putting on the table. I have to go meet. Tamara's her name, apparently. Next scar lady. Deep Pervert.
1: I'm familiar, yeah.
3: And you're wanted for like a lot. Like enough money that, you know,
1: yeah. No, yeah, I'm just saying like Mama Jaren is suspicious, but there's more deeper problems, I think. And I think she would be a distraction. Oh. At this point in time.
3: Oh, that's fair. Um, so how do we go about finding this item, though? Like, I can't really use my resources to pull strings at the moment.
4: I mean, could Chacha try and find that trail now that they're in the city again?
0: Mm, that's a really good question.
4: Could she call on her new best friend and offer, like, Dilly as a snack? Be like, mm, he's tasty.
0: <laughs> he's so nervous right now. <laughs> he's
4: so nervous. Help us.
0: So one thing, so Chacha, I would say this. I was just checking your, your foci and it looks like the sort of traceries of objects of space and time is actually like a tier three ability. So I think, so story wise, I think Chacha knows that there was something extraordinary, hence the natural 20 year mm-hmm. old that allowed you to kind of like leap up and do something that normally would be beyond you. So. You don't think like you could necessarily go around and try to find the like vibrations and whatnot, but you know, there are lots of other strategies you could try. You don't necessarily know how to call specific things that you see, but I mean, looking around, I mean, you see the usual centipedes and you see at least one creature that looks like it's some sort of, it's got four really tall, spindly legs, like a spider, but it's got this, It's got this, like, very sharp-edged, mechanical-looking body, and it's just sort of casually walking between buildings in the city.
4: I think she's going to run at it and be like, Hey, 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 he's tasty. Give me a hint.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Give me a persuasion or social role for 12.
4: Oh, and I am not trained Wait. in this.
1: Did Tatcha just, like, run out of the house to go talk to this yeah. creature?
4: hmm
3: Like, we're still in the middle of discussing it, and we're just like, goodbye? Yeah.
4: Seventeen.
0: Okay. So you say that, and the, the creature that you're yelling at thing happens, but you feel, like, this sort of cold vibration, and then you can see to your left floating about... Ten feet away is the the figure from the breakfast at Nix's house.
4: Best friend,
0: and it once again moves its mandibles, and then a moment later you hear its voice, and it says, "I won't always be able to just show up because you start yelling at a random creature."
4: He's more nervous, so he tastes better now, and. We don't know what to do. I mean, we could eat breakfast for hours and hours until the next meeting, but that doesn't seem like a good idea. Because eventually there's not enough food, or I get a tummy.
0: Yes, I'm aware. So, what are you asking for? I'm sure your friend is—he does look delicious, but what are you asking me?
4: Do we go confront the pea pervert, or do we go look for the item? Because I don't know how to find the item anymore. It was. It happened once, but I don't think it's going to happen again. And then if we're lost, then I don't know what to do.
0: Well, maybe you, instead of trying to figure out where they took it, maybe try to figure out where they're trying to get it to.
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to just try all juggling. And so they're taking it to the queen. But we're not allowed there.
0: Yeah. And- I'm sure you feel that that was correct. <laughs> and, uh, this figure kind of looks over at the door with the, uh, your companions kind of staring out at you. And, uh, the creature looks back to you and says, don't worry, Shacha. you're going to have fun. And then he fades into nothingness. Mm-hmm.
4: Cha-Cha kind of pouts and walks back and sits back down at the
1: table. Are you okay?
4: Apparently, you're not delicious enough for us to get a hint, so we need to think of not where they took it, but where they're taking it. We don't even know
3: what it is, technically, do we?
1: No, we don't. Mama Jaren was very coy about that.
2: Hey, Italia, you copied that book, right? Yeah. Should we show it to Jima?
3: I'll uh, I'll do that.
0: Okay. Jima looks at it. She's like, "Um, this would be more something on your mother's side of things than mine, dear. I i never really, I never really had the same interest that you and your mother have for this uh, spooky stuff.
2: Uh, But uh, do you, do you recognize the code at all?
0: Why would I recognize a code?
2: I don't know. I did. <laughs> See, like, this one here says Mama Jaren. She's who we're working for. You know, this is I think references the object, so like you're smart.
0: Well, I mean, she kind of leans back and she's giving you a measured glance, and I think Nick's give me a social roll of nine.
2: Oh yeah, and how I think actually it wouldn't be too illogical based on the conversation that Nick's overheard to think Giamont was a lot yeah. more than just no. letting on. <laughs> yeah, I just forgot about that. I got a four.
0: Okay. Yeah, so she's like, I wouldn't have any idea how to go about that.
2: All right, Gima. I was just a little surprised at how much you knew last night. So I guess I was kind of hoping, but I get it. Yeah. No worries.
0: hmm Yeah. Atalia, give me an insight roll because it's your grandma and you know her. Or at least you felt like you've known her for a while. Uh, it's a six.
3: Natural one. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Apparently I'm not understanding grandma today.
0: Okay. That was going to kill us. With a natural one, I think you're more confused than ever. And while well, G-Maw seems to know an awful lot about what's going on, like, the the whole thing about not knowing the code thing, like, that, like, trips all the, oh, that makes sense buttons because she's my grandma. It's, like, she's not so... <laughs> Espionage master or anything like that. She's she's my grandma. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe it's just stuff that she learned from my mom for time.
3: Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh huh. Okay.
0: So
3: that's what I think. That's what I think.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was wondering if Cha Cha had ever looked at the book.
0: I don't think Cha Cha ever did. No. Huh. Give me an intellect role. It could be, it's scholarly. Basically, I'm trying to figure out if there's this bit that you'll recognize or not. So it would be a 12. Okay. Now, that's including I'm giving you an asset because Nix has already sort of pointed out some of these bits that she figured out from whole cloth. 18. Okay. So you don't necessarily decipher more of the code. But what you do see is a reference to something that isn't code, but it's one of the strange, like ancient languages that you've encountered in your travels. Like as you were kind of not something you may have necessarily sought out, but maybe something that nobody else could see chose to show you or teach you. And it's odd because it appears sometimes written out and sometimes just with initials. But it isn't code in that spot. It's just using this other language that characters look like it. And you see multiple references to something called Guardians of Night's Hope, you think?
4: I think she's just gonna like, like point at it in the book and say that this is wrong. This isn't, this isn't code. This is wrong. It's about the Guardians of Guardians of Night's Hope. It's wrong, it's not code.
1: Night is an oh. night and day? A night and day,
2: yeah. Oh do you know uh do you know what language it is?
4: No, just they showed it to me one day. And they is they is your horrors yeah. or sometimes they help, sometimes they don't.
1: Does Guardians of Night's Hope mean anything as like a folklore thing to any of us? No, I don't think any of you would have, would be in a situation where you could even roll for it at this point.
3: What about my grandma? Does that, uh, (laughs) ring any bells to her?
4: Does, do we need to do deception check on Chima? Insight Chima again?
0: I guess you can. Like, so give me, uh, an insight roll of nine with an asset since she's your Chima. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) it doesn't ring a bell for her.
3: She okay. de- there's no, like,
0: sense of recognition from her
3: about that. I guess Grandma can't know everything. <laughs> is
4: there, like, a library we could go to?
1: To the library. It like, up a little bit like, library?
0: <laughs> is
4: there? I don't know.
0: I mean, you guys could certainly try to locate something like that. I mean, there is pro- there is an official library in Charmond, of course, but it depends if you're looking for that or if you're looking for, say... Like order of truth or some organization like that. That's the only
1: things that I would think of. Unless Dilly, you have connections with the university somehow. I feel like Dilly would be aware of the best place to find like cipher knowledge. Mm-hmm. Maybe some like Numenera stuff connected directly to ciphers, but I don't think he would okay. you know specifically of anything beyond that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys could go to the library. You could do whatever. Is that what you're going to want to do? Am I like, forcing you decision on you? I just don't know what you? else to
3: do to follow this item.
2: Not that you guys seemed at all enthralled with the Queen's platoon, but I do know this guy there who might hear about shady people doing shady things, like stealing objects and bringing them yeah. into the city.
3: Let's go gather some data, I guess. Get more Scorps
1: do that, and then if that doesn't get us anywhere, we could go check out the library.
3: Does Dilly have facial hair?
1: Not anymore. Ooh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, uh, is there anything we can do to make him look different? Hitch <laughs> magic? Again? Dilly hasn't had access
1: to hygiene products for a couple of weeks, so I think he has, like, kind of... A neck beard? Of, like, the beginnings of, like, a patchy something. Yeah, he he has something. It's not a beard, but yeah. something.
0: Got
3: some
2: good scruff going. Nyx pulls out her oddity, which just like this little thing that refills with green paint every 28 hours. She's like, we could uh, paint your face, Dilly. Green.
1: Well, uh, I feel like that'd make me more conspicuous.
2: But you're not green.
1: I, <laughs> I still have uh, to say face.
4: <laughs> Alright.
0: cha you can think of at least 50 individuals who are green.
4: I think she starts listing off just random names to everybody. (laughs) You know, like...
0: And some of them aren't names. They're just weird descriptions she made up for something that she mm -hmm. saw.
4: Like Green, Dillard Green, Spooky Elephant Green. I think we're going to head to the Queen's
3: platoon then.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think that makes the most sense. Do we have literally any other leads? (laughs)
1: This is barely even a lead. <laughs> Not on the main quest, but we do have some side quests we could yeah check out if we want. next,
3: do you want to talk to that nano lady?
2: Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, we could see if she knows anything about this.
1: But what about for your own shit, though?
2: I mean, honestly, I want to go try to find this thing that Gema was talking about this benevolent society thing in my house because I don't remember anything like that. All right. Nix is feeling the pressure to get some cash, so um she's gonna go to the Queen's platoon. Okay. Listen, I'm gonna be uh, oh, are we still in the kitchen?
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. I've been I've been waiting for you guys to leave the kitchen for a while.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you almost got out. You almost got out. Cha Cha ran out and escaped temporarily.
3: <laughs> this is the kitchen wow. episode. So Nick's We're trying over. to fish for some breadcrumbs from a certain GM, but you know.
2: Yo, um, we're totally going to end up back at my family's house. And so I think that during the day, we should just head down there, see what we can find out, especially before Italia's meeting. So let's just do that.
3: Sounds like a plan. Makes sense to me.
2: Appreciate the hospitality, Jima.
3: I'll come back tonight.
0: Okay. Okay. And uh, she turns to uh, Nick's like, Nix, um, it was good hearing you today. Um, you're always a good kid, but it's nice to see that you've grown into a good woman, too.
2: Ah, uh, thanks, Jima.
0: Okay, well, off you go. You guys have lots of things to do.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, come on, Jesky.
0: Okay, Jeski hops down and comes happily along with you.
2: Nix leaves two of her googly-eyed oddities on the table for Jima before, as she walks out. <laughs>
0: Okay. So she leaves it there and uh you guys go out the door and as you're walking, wait about twenty seconds later, you hear a surprised shriek. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 no, right, right. No. You don't know, need to go and check. She's fine, right?
2: <laughs> Nick's totally too was like, Oh, these are worth shins. Do you shins? I'll leave no.
4: these. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So okay, so you guys are heading to the spittoon.
4: Yes, yes. Yep.
0: Okay, it's it's the typical noontime spittoon. There's still plenty of people in there drinking. The people that are in there right now are sort of a combination of the people who are always there that make their business to be there, and and then people who just look really like strung out and in bad shape. But either way, you guys can still smell scorpions cooking, um, and you can still see beer being poured into glasses. Yeah, there is a big, huge Lone Shark guy who looks up and glares at Nix and then looks back at his what he's reading. And As then, always,
2: Nix throws up the deuces.
0: Mm-hmm, and Karfa is currently just in a corner. He's actually, he doesn't notice that you come in initially. He's, looks like he's busy writing in some sort of book. Is he in a booth? hmm The same booth.
2: Okay. Nick slides in in such a fashion that she's still keeping an eye on Lone Shark guy.
0: Okay. It's a little awkward because they're kind of on opposite sides of the room, but yeah.
2: Oh, is he already sitting on the side of the booth with a view of... Like there's no way for her to watch Lone Shark from this booth?
0: No, she could, but it's more like... It's like to sit in the booth, you would be perpendicular to Lone Shark, who is right across the way.
4: Oh, okay.
2: That's fine.
0: Cha-cha?
4: Can Chacha just go up and, like, sit next to Lone Shark Guy and, like, stare at him like the creepy little child she is?
0: Okay, she can. So you can go up there and have a seat. And uh, he looks up and he looks over to you. He's like, you're new. Yeah. Oh, wait. You did the puppet show, didn't yeah. you?
4: It was the best puppet show you've ever seen.
0: It was good. It was a very good show. No,
4: it was the best you'd ever seen.
0: I don't know if I've seen another puppet show before, to be honest. So, by default, yes. But uh, wait a minute, weren't you hanging with that that tall one over there the other night?
4: And she kind of looks at him blankly. Like everybody's tall compared to Cha-Cha, really.
0: I suppose that's right. Ah, uh, the the traveler.
4: You don't travel. You just stay here.
0: Nix. Nix is her name.
4: Oh uh, yeah, Nix is my friend. Nyx looks at you weird, so I wanted mm. to look at you weird, too.
0: Yeah, well, is there something else I can help you with? Uh, are you in need of something? Or are you looking for work?
4: You know about shady things. You can tell us about shady things.
0: Depends. I mean, everything has a cost.
4: Does he have any scorps?
0: He does not
4: right now. Chacha whips out her scorps from her pockets. And she's like...
0: <laughs> okay, they smell terrible. <laughs>
4: I will pay you in the next amazing installment of this puppet show.
0: So he lifts his hand and he's like, uh, I, you know, don't need to do that, but I think Cha-Cha starts anyway, and then the camera cuts back over to Kartha and
2: Nix waits for Kartha to look up from his writing.
0: It only takes him a moment, he looks up, and he uh, smiles like, "Nix, it's nice to see you again.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, the craziest shit happened. Oh. Yeah, remember that snake thing? Whatever the hell that thing was?
0: Oh, yes, the brooch.
2: Yeah, remember it bit me?
0: Yes, yes, I'm so sorry about that still.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't let it bite you, man. But check Mm -hmm. it out. And she shows him the swollen wound.
0: Mm -hmm. Nix, when you look at that and show him the swollen wound, you notice that both the puncture marks, while they are usually sort of an aggravated red, they look black. And that's where we'll end the episode. (laughs) Spooky.
4: (laughs) Spooky.
0: Apologies to Samson and Alex. We didn't get a chance to do a whole lot with Dilly and Cha-Cha this episode. Totally fine. I
4: mean, I was happy that Samson picked the evens, and I got evens, because the other thing was Cha-Cha was going to try and lick Dilly in the face to see if he tasted delicious.
1: I honestly thought, like, you were going to try to push me off the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: That's what I was prepared for. (laughs) (laughs) So, Marietta, um, was there something that stuck out to you for Italia in this episode that was either just something that you enjoyed playing through, not necessarily good or bad for the character?
3: I enjoyed being really uncomfortable. I feel like Italia's having to deal with a lot of the decisions that she's made that she thought she was making good ones and she still Mm -hmm. managed to shoot into a pickle, so kind of like Having to be uncomfortable as a character because you've done things wrong is really, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's that's not fun. pleasant,
3: but it's an experience. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, very cool. I can kind of on that, like, I don't feel like jilted for not participating because just like watching Marietta like interact with mm-hmm. grandma and Nick's, like, that was just like, that was good. Yes, so good. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> I loved it.
4: We're here to
3: provide the content
4: for you. <laughs> Yeah, that's cereal I found.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. It's when we tell you guys something that you should absolutely check out and because we think you would like it. This week, it is my turn again. And I'm going to be talking about a book. Well, actually, a series of books. So I would give you guys an XP to check out the book, The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemisin. It's the first book in her Broken Earth trilogy. It's amazing. It's lauded. She actually became the first writer in history to win the Best Novel Hugo Award for three years consecutively, um, which is is also incredibly impressive because she's the first author to do that. And she's also a woman of color. The fifth season is, first of all, full of post post-apocalyptic goodness. The fifth season takes place very far in the, the Earth's future, and uh, it is a situation where things have gone dramatically wrong. Humanity is kind of living on the fringes with what they can build up because what's happening is every once in a while they have a season, which by season can last years, where it becomes apocalyptic weather conditions. It could be raining, like literal, like sulfuric acid, um, it could be, um, it could be massive earthquakes tearing everything asunder. It could be lava eruptions, things like that, tsunamis and, uh, like poisonous gases being released. And that is in this world, like the communities become incredibly important, but the, the main character is this mother who is a, what's called an, an orogene in the books, who somebody who can actually control. The earth and cause like earthquakes. They can tap into it. They can do those things. They, they are incredibly like powerful, but they are also completely oppressed because they are considered highly dangerous. And in fact, there are a whole cast of people that are tasked with finding them, arresting them and either making them servants of the state or killing them. And so the story is really about. This woman who is an origin who has been in hiding for a long time and she comes home one day to find out that her husband has killed her, her son because he displayed some sort of power of this origin. Her husband has left with her daughter. And so it's all about her search to try to find her daughter in the midst of all this. It has a lot to say about specific like systemic oppression and how it applies and it's really just beautifully written and it uses a technique that I think is very cool. I haven't seen it used well very often, but the narration goes back and forth between a third person limited and a second person where somebody is talking to somebody and it actually takes you quite a while before it's explicitly revealed what's going on, uh, who they're talking about and who's talking to her. So it's it's a really good book. I think I'm doing a terrible job selling it, but it's really brilliant. It's probably some of the most important spec fic that's been written in the last 10 years. So I highly recommend it. The whole series is great, and it is deserving of everything it's lauded for. And they're turning it into a miniseries, apparently. Mm. I can't remember who optioned it, but I saw that in the news. They are. And they even made an RPG of it. Oh
3: shit! Wow. Yeah. I mean, you did say several Hugo Awards, so
2: yeah, it yeah. feels like it kind of that kind of sold it for you, Daniel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but she's a great author on many things. But I know she also has a new book out about New York City and elder tours, So I'm not exactly sure what's going on there, but Ooh. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So anyway, that's my player intrusion. Pick up the fifth season.
3: I have this book downloaded, so maybe I'll like actually read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. We are a new podcast. And as we're getting started, um, thank you for those of you who've reached out with nice feedback since we launched. But we are a new podcast. And it's really important for us to build up an audience so that we can keep doing this. So if you liked the show, the best thing that you could do is tell a friend. Let them know um, what you liked about it and why they should listen to us. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating and review on the podcast director of your choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Music, whatever. Those things make a huge difference for people finding us. If you want to reach out to us on the social media, you can. Where can they find us, Marietta?
3: Oh man, we have all the social medias. We've got Facebook, which is Explorers Wanted Podcast. And we've got Instagram, which is also Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then we have Twitter, which is Explorers Wanted. And then we have our fabulous website, explorerswanted.fm. And you should interact with us there on all of them, please. Please. Yeah.
1: On all
0: of them. Great. Consecutively, all, all at once. However, if you didn't like the show, then congratulations, you've solved our puzzle. <laughs> Use the clues from the first nine episodes combined with the five-season run of Babylon Five. <laughs> Once you get do that, if you link up our clues with the clues that were written into that script, you will unlock our eight-word puzzle and, you know, be our lauded victor. So get right on that. If you want to talk to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
2: Yeah, you can also find me on Twitter at Stace Windu, no relation to Mace Windu.
1: Uh, You can give me cryptic clues to my secret past I've forgotten at Slant Potato on Twitter.
4: You can find me tweeting random stuff at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Yes, that's a Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, that's Twitter. And then you can find me
3: on Instagram at I'm on a hike.
0: Okay, great. So thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with more shenanigans and fun. Have a good night and bye. Bye. bye.